Welcome to Revive Nations, touching nations one life at a time. His word is a fire shut up in our bones. Be revived, renewed and restored. Access more resources and partner with us on our website revivenations.org. 1 Kings chapter 18 and verse 41 and 42. Okay. And Elijah said to Ahab, go up and eat and drink. For there's a sound of the rushing of rain. There's a sound. Somebody say there's a sound. Yeah. So Ahab went up to eat and to drink. And Elijah went up to the top of Mount Carmel. He bowed himself down on earth and put his face between his knees. You must notice that Right after this is when Elijah goes up to Mount Carmel and he begins to pray for the rain and he sends his servant first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth times and then the seventh time the servant comes down and says, yeah, yeah, um, after seven times of you sending me up the mountain, this time I see a cloud but don't get too excited because the cloud is as small as a man's hand. Before he could see that, even that small, silly little cloud. Before he could see even that one cloud. Elijah heard the sound of the rain in his ears. He didn't see it. But he heard it in his spiritual senses before he saw it. So as a Christian, you must understand this. All of us, we have these spiritual senses, but we haven't developed it. We haven't developed it. God is continually speaking, but we are not listening. He is wanting to lead you, wanting to guide you, wanting to give you success in every single area, but we must pay attention to the things that he's doing in the realm. In the atmosphere around us, things are happening. So what the servant saw was what he saw in the eyes of, in the natural. But what Elijah was talking about was what was happening in the supernatural. What was happening in the invisible. So there are things that are happening in the invisible way ahead of what is happening in the natural. Jesus said, I only do what he sees his, his father do. That means that Jesus would go up to pray so that he can see what the father is doing so that once he sees what is happening in heaven, he can do the same thing on earth. Have you ever wondered why Jesus would go up to pray? It is to know and to see and to hear what the father is doing so that next day he can follow those things. So Jesus was just following what he saw was happening in heaven. That is why Jesus could pray, let thy kingdom come as it is in heaven, so be it on earth. You with me? In other words, he's saying things don't happen on earth until it happens in heaven. As a Christian, you need to stop living naive. 
Stop living as an ordinary Christian and you can say, listen, there is a world on the other side that we need to see and hear. We don't function like the non-believers. We don't function by logic. We don't function by sight. We function by faith. And you begin to know and see and hear what God is doing. Okay, now I'm going to give you some more secrets. Can you handle this? And prophet Elijah knew the secret of seeing the invisible realm. If we understand these principles, we can do what they did. If we follow these principles, we can have the results they had. So here's the thing he used to do. He used to sneak up to a place where he can be by himself and God alone on a mountaintop. In order to be able to have such greatness in the realm of the spirit, you have to learn the secrets of these prophets. And they said, the only way I can do, have this access to see and hear what nobody else is seeing and hearing, to see and hear what my cousins are not seeing, to see and hear what my colleagues are not seeing. For in order for me to function the way I am created to be functioning, I have to learn to withdraw and go up to the presence of God. And there in the presence of God, God will begin to reveal things to you. The promise must be backed with the lifestyle. Okay? Because that's where you will see Elijah. He, he had the promise that is going to, be, is going to rain. He had the promise that the cloud is coming, the sound is here, the rain, it's raining in the spirit. But the promise must be backed up with the lifestyle of prayer. Because you can have any amount of promise from God, but if you don't back up your lifestyle with prayer, those promises will not come to pass. Anybody understanding what I'm saying? You have that promise, this promise, and every promise, but you are so lazy, you spend all evenings uh, eating popcorn and playing video games, and you're just hoping that somehow, someday, things will just happen. It doesn't happen. Your promise must be backed up by a lifestyle of prayer. Amen. All right, 2 Kings chapter 1, please. 2 Kings chapter 1. Verse 9 and verse 10. Then the king said to him, a captain of 50 men with his 50, he went up to Elijah who was sitting on the top of a, the other words, he was sitting on a mountain called uh, Carmel. I don't know how you guys pronounce it. Um, Carmel or Carmel. Did I get it right? Okay. This one, he was sitting up on a hill. Okay, not so, not so tall as the other one before, but he understood that there is something about finding a place to withdraw to the presence of God. So he would go up to the hill and this is what he says. So the, the people that wanted to attack him, the Syrians, the enemies had come to take him down and they wanted to, they wanted to attack Elijah because they said, no matter what we plan against him, somebody reveals it. So the king thought that there was a spy. Can you imagine that? 
The king thought there's a spy among them. So he got mad and he said, who is a spy among us? Who is giving my inside secrets to our enemy king? Who is it? He said, oh, no, 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 no. It's, it's not the spies. There is a man called Elijah. He hears what you say in your bedroom. He knows things ahead of time because he's learned to peek into the heaven. Can you imagine what it would be like as a child of God that nothing surprises you? When you stay in the presence of God, God is saying, there is a businessman coming. This is the deal he's going to give you. But don't do 60-20. You need to be doing 50-50 because I am with you. I will get. Can you imagine functioning in that accuracy? We don't because we don't renew our minds. We are supposed to function in this accuracy. When we withdraw to the presence of God, God will speak to you. Hear me. This is what, this is what Elijah did. And, and Elijah was, the, the king was so mad. He said, send, just don't, don't, don't send too many people. There's 50 men with 50s, just send them to take him down. Just one, one skinny prophet, he's always fasting. Uh, it won't be too hard to drag him down. But Elijah knows a secret. We are supposed to function in this. Come on, can I hear an amen? And the, and the prophet said, and Elijah answered the captain of 50. And this is what the, the, the enemy said. Oh, man of God, king says, come down. Oh, man of God, king says, come down. But thank God for prophets who listen to bigger kings. He listens to the king of kings. And Elijah answered to the captain of 50. If I am a man of God, let fire come down from heaven and consume you and your 50. Oof. Then fire came down from heaven and consumed him and his 50. I'm telling you, this is, this is the key. The lesson we can learn is that the enemy could not take him down until he came down from the mountain. He said, come down. Because if I can manage you to unseat you from your position in God, if the enemy every week, I want you to pay attention to this sermon because this is very important for our Christian life. The enemy every week is trying to bring some kind of sin in our life that can unseat us from the position that we are seated with Christ. So what does the enemy do? The enemy will try to bring some kind of sin that will bring guilt in your heart. That will remove your boldness and confidence that you are standing before the throne room of grace with confidence. He will try to remove that confidence. It's because if the enemy can take away that confidence, then you cannot burn him down. But if you know who you are, if you know where you are seated, then you can decree and you can tear down the plans of the enemy. Is anybody understanding what I'm saying? So the enemy wants to unseat you from the position of his nearness. He wants to unseat you from the position of his nearness. He wants to, he wants to creep into your life with some kind of sin so that he can take you away from the Lord. In order for us to walk with God, you have to confess all our sins and get it out of your system. Get it out of your heart. Get it out of our mind. God is not looking for perfect people that never fall in sin. 
He's looking for people that will continually lean on him, depend on him, will stay at his feet because I know my identity. So can you imagine what the enemy, how the enemy hates somebody that stays on the mountain? So what I messed up, I'm going in to pray. So what that I messed up, I have to read my Bible because the Bible is a light unto my path. I cannot stop reading the word of God. So what that, that I had an issue? I am not sleeping tonight until I make myself right in the presence of God. Why? Because if I get down from the position where I am supposed to be on the mountaintop, then the enemy is going to flog me. Is anybody understanding what I'm saying? The enemy can only touch you when you are down on the mountain, but he cannot touch you when you're seated with God. This is what I've written down. The enemy cannot invade your God space. Protect your God space at all costs. You see how the enemy tricks you? He wants to slowly divide your attention because if you are seated on the mountaintop, God will give you enough fire that will burn down every plans of the enemy. This week, may the enemy not be able to distract you from prayer. So stop behaving like a worm and a cockroach and a dust and a nobody because you are somebody in Christ Jesus and the devil is afraid of you.